This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Good evening, intrepid listeners. Once again, it's just you and your future and me in my past, connected together by this tenuous thread of sound. Tonight finds me currently riding down a dark and lonely stretch of forgotten road in some far-flung corner of the United States. It is one of those nights where the clouds obscure the moon and it is black as ink. In other words, a perfectly lovely evening. Ah, but I am on this road for a reason. Let's see. Yes, my lanterns have just revealed that I am drawing near an old, old cemetery on the side. And if I have played my cards right, there's someone I am seeking here. If your path at midnight dark, by a graveyard goes. Boo! Good evening, Moss. Ah, shucks, not even one little jump. You do realize you are talking to a shame, yes? I do not spook easily. I know you. Oh, you do, eh? Well, can't say I rightly recognize you. Oh, but you do smell mighty tasty. You got spaghetti on you? I could sure go for a nice plate with fresh parmesan and a couple of big old meatballs right about now. Perhaps later. Cooking is my specialty now, but uh, we met in another time. I had a different form then. Wait a minute. The emissary? That you under that cloak? Correct. Though I haven't gone by that name in ages. I am known as the pasta shit now. <laughs> well, put me under and dig me up. Ain't you a sap sorize? You look good, brother. Yeah, thank you. You seem to be holding together well enough yourself. Yeah, truth be told, being called Pasta Shade seems like a bit of a downgrade, don't you think? <sighs> Not necessarily my choice, but we all have our role to play. If the zeitgeist and all. Right, right, Shade business, I get it. You still keeping company with that ringmaster fella? How's he doing? Traveling, as always. His carnival moves to wherever October can be found. <laughs> I always like that fella. Got style. And you, you still collected stories? Indeed, which is why I sought you out. You are a hard spirit to track down. I'm as free a spirit as they come. Hmm, don't suppose you know what that's like? If I might change the subject. All right, sorry, probably a sore spot for you. I am on the prowl for new tales, Moss, and I know you have a tale or two in this rucksack of yours. Would you be willing to share one with me in exchange for, say, a ride? Make it a ride and a midnight snack and I'll give you a real chiller. You got a deal? Oh, it's a deal. Sit back and enjoy the glide. Ooh, nice wheels you got here. You just keep going down this road and I'll let you know when to stop. Anywho, let me see what I got in my bag here. Ah, here's a good'un. You looking for a ghost story? A ghost story would be excellent. Good, because that's all I got in here. <laughs> Yo, because, uh, anyway. Now, here's a real chiller for your fillet. Now, it goes a little something like this. Have you seen the Blagenschlor? Hung by rote composed of gore. Who says his name and nothing more? His true name lost in days of yore? At the gray and barren meadow, where ancient rivers used to flow, the dying light of summer's glow will call him from the dark below. Those are the first two stanzas of the Blagenschlor. They describe Arbor Mill's most famous ghost and how to find him. Supposedly, if you go into the gray meadow in the woods east of town on the hottest day of the year, you will see the Blagenschlor at sunset. It appears as a man being strangled by his own intestines. His name comes from the stories that the only sounds he can make while being strangled sound like blach and schlor. No one knows who he was or why he haunts the woods. But local tradition states that if you see the Blagenschlor and survive, to write a new stanza for the poem describing your encounter. The entire poem is kept at the public library. 
to date, at least four people have never come back from their hunt for the Blagenschlor. But it's widely assumed that they just wanted to get out of Arbor Mill. Okay, that's it for the semester. You all have a good summer now. Susan, hold on. I, I want to talk to you. Well, Mr. Edwards, what did you think? For starters, I think you half-assed that presentation, the same way you've been half-assing this class all year. And what makes you think that? Susan, this assignment might seem easy, but it's supposed to sum up the class. I asked kids to go out and write about a local ghost story. This is Arbor Mill. We have about 10,000 of them. I always hope that kids will bring in something close to home, personal even. I like students knowing that the history around them affects them. And I totally understand that. Can I go now? You picked the Blagenschlor. So? Everyone above age five knows that story. We've all heard it before. It wasn't anything personal, you just picked something up you didn't have to do work for. <sighs> I know at least two of the other students made up their stories completely. At least they put in the effort. Spoken like a true Ferris, though. Blame everybody else. Yeah. So what? It's not like this class matters. It was the easiest elective I can take this year. Local history is not a class that's going to go on my college resume. Probably not. But getting an F in such a worthless class would look pretty bad on a transcript. You can't fail me! Final grades go out in a week. If you don't make this up in that time, I most certainly can. Okay, look, I... Can't we... Can't we... I just... Move past this? No excuses, Miss Ferris. I've been doing this a long time. It won't work. So what the hell do you want, then? You're going to redo your report on the Blagenschlor. I thought you said you didn't like me doing the Blagenschlor. It's a challenge. If you can bring me five facts about the Blagenschlor that I've never heard, I'll give you your A. It's BS! Everybody already knows everything about that stupid ghost. You got six days, Miss Ferris. The public library closes at 7.30, so I suggest you get down there while you can. <sighs> Fine. Susan, I'm, I'm sorry about the family remark, but you're the only Ferris I can remember that might actually do something with their life. I want you to appreciate that. Well, that's a first. Someone apologizing for kicking shit at my family. Goodbye. Stupid Edward, stupid assignment, stupid ghost, stupid... Ugh. Yeah. Hi ho, Susan. Paige. Hey. How did you get my number? Your mom gave it to me. Plane touched down about an hour ago, and I'm unpacked. We finally get to hang out again. Where are you? Walking to the library. Listen, I've got some stuff I'm supposed to take care of, so I'll catch up when I get that done, okay? Don't worry about it. I think I see you. What do you mean? I mean, I'm coming up behind you. Aloha, cousin! You're riding my bike. Your mom said you weren't using it. Uh, I mean, yeah, but... <sighs> Never mind. Why are you riding it? I just wanted to take a spin around town, get reacquainted with Arbor Mill. I think I was... 11 the last time I came to visit? Sounds right. Yep, so I thought I'd get some exercise, maybe see if I could meet you right after your school let out. Summer vacation at last. You excited? Not... Look, I gotta get to the library before it closes. Last minute bullshit from my asshole local history teacher. I'll see you back at home. I got nothing better to do. Mind if I tag along? Not really. But unless you want to help me dig up some obscure lore about the Blagenschlor, you- Ooh, the Blagenschlor? You're doing an assignment about the Blagenschlor? Rad! You're not local, so you actually care. <laughs> Literally everyone and their mom knows about the Blagenschlor, and I guess I have to find some facts that no one else knows about. Awesome! Well, I could definitely help. Two heads are better than one. Okay, okay. <laughs> but you're following my lead. Right. Trust me, I've been thinking about all the ghost stories you guys told me about Arbor Mill from the last time I was here. Most haunted town in the Midwest. Or at least that's what the website says. Yeah, but Arbor Mill banks on that from tourists. It's all we have besides corn. 
I've never actually seen a ghost, though. Really? You of all people have never seen a ghost. Makes doing an assignment about local spirits hard to do. Thanks, Edwards. Well, do you believe in ghosts? I want to believe. And the Blagenschlor? I'm not sure I want to believe in him. Being strangled with your own entrails is a hell of a way to go. Uh, 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 help me! Help me! <sighs> Such a dork. Here we are. Lock the bike up there. There we go. How long do we have before the library closes? Oh, we got time. God knows this librarian loves being the only person in the building, though. <laughs> All right, where do we start? Shh, sorry. There's a whole shelf on the back wall for local legends. Cool. Hey, what's that? The poem on the wall? Nah. Weird old tradition. If you see the ghost and live to tell the tale, you get to add to the poem. Huh. There's 22 stanzas. All made up. <laughs> this last one. Out in the woods, I saw the ghost. It looked really gross. It went back in the trees because it didn't want to mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chris Sanders. He went out into the woods on a dare after he graduated last year. He's not the best poet in the world. <laughs> He's not the best anything in the world. Anyway, you start on that end. I'll start over here. You got it. Shh. Sorry. Anything yet? Nothing new. All these books just summarize the legend. Great. Okay, here's something. According to legends of Arbor Mill, the last person to be taken by the Blagenshore was John Tracy. He disappeared on June 21st, 2013, after he made a bet about spending the night in the woods. Kind of remember that. Did you know him? No. The town isn't that small. I heard he was drugged up freeloader. I just remember people talking about it at the school that year. I think he just took the money and ran. Maybe. Hey, you said June 21st? Yeah. Why? I just saw that date. Hold on. Aha! Ghosts of the Heartland. So this book actually has a section about three people who have disappeared. But it was written in 1991. There was one in 1910, one in 1949, and then it brings up in more detail a Jeff Olson, reported missing June 21st, 1980. Does it have any details on the others? Not really. It's just a chapter about Arbor Mill. I got an idea. Come with me. Wait, where are we going? The newspaper archive. What was the year for that last person again? The one before 1980. Uh, 49? 1949. Got it. Okay, clue me in. The guy in 1980 vanished on June 21st. 33 years later, same date, same thing happens. But the legend says the Blagenschlor always appears on the hottest day of the year. That's not that weird. It could be any day around that time. But I have a hunch. We have archive of the Arbor Mill posts going back over a century. I wonder. Yeah, see? Look, here. June 22nd, 1949. Matt Slater reported missing. Wow. Okay. There's not a lot to work with, but it says he was last seen going into the East Woods the day before. See? Fourth time's the charm. Is there one for 1910? Yep. Right here. Yes! yes! <laughs> Quiet! Sorry! Sorry. It's right there. Brenda Baker went missing on June 21st, 1910. How did no one else pick up on this? <sighs> this is crazy. In your face, Edwards. Wild. There's a lot more details here, but it's weird. Some say that the disappearance is the work of the ghost dubbed the Blagenschlor, first sighted nine years ago in the Malone Woods. I've never heard the woods called that before. Thought to have something to do with certain events taking place in 1890. The ghost is rarely seen due to the shunned nature of the forest. A reward will be given for any information regarding the disappearance. Residents are advised to avoid Malone Woods in the meantime. That's it? What happened in 1890? Doesn't say. <laughs> it's like they don't want to talk about it. Something happened there that caused Arbor Mill to avoid the woods for 19 years. Does the Arbor Mill Post go back that far? I think so. Yeah. Here's the binder on it. 
Wait, these are just transcripts. These aren't the original papers. If they're from 1890, they're probably too old to be handled by the public. Hmm. Okay. There was a drought in the county in May of that year. Still going. Still going. That's all the paper talked about for weeks, and... Ah. Okay, that makes no sense. All it says is that there was a forest fire on June 21st with no known cause. And that night, a major rainstorm came and put it out. The first in two months. That's it? Ugh, that can't be it. That's weird. Maybe the fire was what killed the Blagenschlor. No, it, it can't be that simple. The, the 1910 paper made a much bigger deal about it. Yeah. There's nothing else in the days after that lends much to that. This is off. Something's being covered up. Covered up? I thought you said you didn't believe. And ghosts, maybe. But conspiracies, I can get behind. If we could get our hands on the original papers, I bet you they'll be different from what's been copied here. They're probably stored in the back of somewhere. A restricted section. Maybe you could ask the librarian. For one, I doubt she'd let anyone anywhere they're not supposed to go. And for two, that's especially true for me. Being a Ferris. Should make a stink about it. Our family has that bad a rep? It's a long story. Okay. I don't think she knows you. So we can rule out the Ferris bias. Go talk to her for a bit. Make a distraction. Wait, you're not doing what I think you're- We're on the verge of discovering something big, Paige. I can feel it. Look, the restricted archives are right there. Staff only. You just make sure the librarian stays busy. I'll head right for the 1890 section and see what I can find. We'll be out in no time. Susan, what if we're caught? Is this really worth it for an assignment? If I get caught, I'll take the full blame. Say you're innocent. I have to try this. It's not just about the assignment anymore. This is actually interesting. Okay. One distraction coming right up. But you owe me a trip to the Arbor Mill Mall and a milkshake after this. You're the best cousin ever. Now go! Excuse me. <clears throat> Do you have any books about Arbor Mill's non-supernatural history? Uh, there's a lot of books about... Aha! Found him. Oh, hell yes! They're different! Need more time to study these. I'll return them later. Please, please, please don't let me get caught with in my bag. But I saw the short and thought, hey, I'm in Iowa. So maybe they could answer it. So, is corn grass? This isn't something you can just search on the internet? It's a surprisingly complicated question. Lots of forum debates. Well, I'm sure we have something here that can- Hey Paige, my mom just called. She says we're grabbing dinner soon. Oh cool, I guess I'll check on that another day. Thank you. Have a nice afternoon. Miss Ferris. Yes? Not checking anything out? Just here to browse? Yep. Just uh, wanted to show my cousin the library. I see. No wonder you couldn't be bothered just to look things up on your own. Typical Ferris. Rude! Shh! Sorry. Let's go, Paige. See what I mean? Yikes. If that's the way people in Arbor Mill treat you for a name, I'm glad I don't live here. Well, we're gonna show them. You'll see what I found when we get home. I still can't believe we didn't get caught. Same, but look, I was right. They definitely covered stuff up. Look at the headline for June 17th. Careful. They're fragile. A butcher among us. Holy crap, a serial killer? Yeah. Says they found a body of a young woman strangled to death. Two days later, another girl murdered. Massive wounds to the torso. Next day, body of a man. Same kind of wounds. I knew Arbor Mill had some tragic deaths leading to a lot of the ghost sightings, but I don't know about this. Neither did I. So here's the part about the fire and the rainstorm that night. 
so that was kept. But they intentionally omitted the story of the murders. Were there any others after? Not by June 22nd. This is the one I was looking for. Firemen investigating the source of the last night's blaze in the Malone Woods made a startling discovery. A pair of charred human skeletons were found in a burned clearing near the intersection of two dry riverbeds. As the remains were recovered, a woman in hysterics was spotted nearby. The woman, who later identified herself as Hattie Price, a visitor to Arbor Mill, was treated for injuries and eventually calmed. Miss Price has told investigators that she was kidnapped by a man and was dragged out to the woods to be killed the night prior. Another man had seen the kidnapping, pursued them, and saved her. She is unaware how the fire started. The remains have yet to be identified. Crazy. So one of these guys has got to be our Blagenschlor, right? Maybe. Here, you can take the next day's paper. Oh, shit. Whoa. Paige? <laughs> Sorry. I just wasn't expecting the big picture there on the front page. That's one scary-looking dude. <laughs> Is that scar on his face for real? I, I thought they just did dramatic scars like that in movies. Who is this? Says it's... Ah, he's our serial killer. Following careful forensic study and deductive work, the two skeletons found yesterday have been identified. Their identities were further confirmed by Miss Hattie Price, the lone survivor of a string of recent killings. One of the two men was Silas Malone, an estranged member of the Malone family who had recently moved back to town from the Deep South. Miss Price told police he was the one that had kidnapped her. The other body has been identified as local resident Daniel... Ferris? Wait, what? It's right here, Susan. Oh, my... Oh, my God. It, it could be a coincidence. Ferris is a pretty common last name. In Arbor Mill, though? I don't think so. My family goes back a long way in this town, Paige. I never knew. You did say our family had a reputation. Yep. A bad one. Ain't one of them worth a damn, is what the old folks say. They think we're all lazy freeloaders, but it's all bullshit. Keep reading. Miss Price stated that Ferris was her rescuer, stopping Malone from fatally wounding her. She fled while the two were fighting, and remembers little in detail after that. Son of a bitch. Daniel was a hero. A Ferris stopped that serial killer. And no one remembers. Why would this get covered up? Did they have something against my family even then? There's more. A search of Malone's isolated woodland property a mile away from the site of the fire revealed revealed a charnel house whose major details are not fit for print. Several human and animal remains were discovered, leading police to believe that Malone was indeed the mysterious butcher that had been plaguing Arbor Mill. Members of the Malone family had little to remark on the matter, only that Silas had cut off what little contact he had with them a month ago, and that they wanted nothing to do with him. They have stated their intent to bequeath his assets and property to Ferris's surviving wife and child. Whoa. That's a lot to take in. It still doesn't make sense. This... This was all stricken from the major records. These papers are the first I've heard of in any of this. Trust me, I know if we owned those woods. It seems like a weird thing to cover up, unless there's something else we're not getting. Anything else in your bag of tricks? Those were the only ones I had time to grab. I... Okay. I have a couple hunches. Do tell. First, I think the cover-up has something to do with the Blagenschlor itself. And Malone. Ferris in the woods are just parts of that. And second, I think the date is more important than it being the hottest day of the year. June 21st. That's tomorrow. You don't think the Blagenschlor is really going to appear, do you? I don't know. I, I need to talk to one more person to be sure. Who's that? You still want that trip to the mall and that milkshake? How is it? You know, having a milkshake for breakfast is a rare joy. Thanks. Happy to do it. Are you sure he'll show up? Trust me. Chris Sanders is the most predictable person in town. You'll find him here almost all the time during the summer, hanging with his friends, trying to hit on all the girls that come through. Sounds like a creep. He is. But 
he's more of a sad greaser wannabe than an outright douchebag. Ah, uh, yes, like clockwork. Here he comes. Let me do the talking. Gotcha. Well, 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 Susan Ferris. Hey there, babe. Chris. Who's your cute friend? I've never met her before. My cousin from out of town. Just showing her around. Yo. Hello there. So, Susan, heard Edward chewed you out good yesterday. Want to tell us how you got out of that one in graphic detail? <laughs> Actually, I have a question for you. A free tonight, if that's what you want to know. Hell, I can make time for both of you. <laughs> good. Then you can come out to the East Woods with me and Paige tonight. You went out there last year, right? Uh, yeah, of course I did. I saw that stupid ghost. I wasn't scared at all. I remember you went the day after school ended last year. June 21st. I know you didn't go out to the Gray Meadow, Chris. Because I know what happened to the people that really did on the 21st. They're the ones that didn't come back. You're full of it, Susan. You can't prove I didn't. You're saying that if I'd gone... You'd have done the world a service. Nice talking to you. So, what did that prove? It proved that Chris is a liar. Surprising literally no one. Either way, it's definitely the day that matters. Cool. Glad we got that figured out. So, what's next on the agenda? Honestly... Nothing. Nothing? You're kidding me. Nothing but hanging out here. At least for now. As far as I'm concerned, we got a lot of new facts about the Blackenshore. If this doesn't impress Mr. Edwards, then I don't know what will. So, we're not going out into the woods tonight to look for the Blackenshore? No, we're not. Aww. Look, it's a bajillion degrees outside, and we can go either trekking through the woods and potentially getting eaten by a ghost or whatever, or we stay here in the air-conditioned mall and I continue returning the favor for earlier. Besides, it's supposed to appear at sundown. It's not even 11 o'clock. <sighs> Damn, you're right. I was really enjoying our ghost hunt, though. Me too. I don't know if I would have gotten this far without your help. We make a pretty good team. Yeah, we do. I'm glad. <laughs> All right, that's enough ancient history for now. If by ancient history you mean Chris Sanders' reputation. <laughs> Come on. Where do you want to go next? Okay. You got this, Susan. Ah, shit. Hi, Paige. Susan, where the hell are you? Just out and about. I wanted to get a bike ride in. Like, after I saw you riding it yesterday, it got me thinking, hey. You're a terrible liar. You went to the woods, didn't you? All right, yes. I'm at the edge of the woods now. I thought you said you weren't going to the woods. I said we're not going, Paige. I'm here by myself. You ditched me? What happened to we make a pretty good team? We do. We are. This is something I have to do on my own. My family's legacy- I'm your family too! By marriage, yes. Look, Paige, someone's got to stay behind and make sure my mom doesn't suspect anything. Then you could have at least run it past me. Would you have agreed? No, but that's at least common courtesy. I'm just as much part of this now as you are. I should be there. No! This is where I draw the line. I don't know exactly what's out there, but I don't want to put you at risk. I need to do this alone. You invited Chris F. and Sanders when we were talking to him at the mall. One, that was trying to call his bluff. And two, Chris is an idiot and would be no better than bait out here. If anything happened to you, I couldn't forgive myself. I'm coming down there. Don't. You can't stop me. I know what you're trying to do, but that noble bullshit is so stupid, I can't even right now. We're a team. The way safer if Paige? Of us to Paige! You're breaking up. Each other. Paige? <sighs> Damn it. No signal. 
Hey, Paige. I just got off the phone with you. It's about 8 o'clock, and the sun is still shining. I, I realize you're probably still mad, which is why I'm recording it and sending it to you. There probably won't be any signal as I get into the woods, and I need to just save these just in case anything, anything happens to me. I don't think anything will happen. I mean, it's just a stupid ghost story, right? I, but I, I got a feeling. All that evidence we found. There's definitely something out here. They say it's easy enough to find the Grey Meadow. You just go into the woods until you find one of the dry riverbeds and just follow it until we meet. That's what I'm doing right now. I should reach it by sunset with some time to spare. I know it's a shitty thing to do, but you really are my favorite cousin. You're way cooler than you were when you were 11. That's for sure. I didn't think you'd get caught up in something like this when I started. But I have something to do. I need to know for sure. And if it's true, and there is a Blagenschlor, I can keep people out of these woods and save the family name at that same time. Shit. Just realized how quiet it is. There's no animals out here. Look. Hopefully this, hopefully this will go through. If I can even find a weak signal. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop here. This place is creepy. I'm so... There's... I swear I heard... No, there's... there's no one there. No, there's no one there! I... I... Holy shit, something's chasing me! Something's behind me! I can't see it, but... Hello? Thank God! I've been trying to reach you for ages! Paige? Uh, how did you... There's a signal? Duh! Where are you? You sound weird. I... I was... running and suddenly I tripped and... Uh, fell down a slope. Shit, I, I think I hit my head. I blacked out, but... What time is it? Oh no, Susan, you might have a concussion. Tell me where you are. I fell into... Hey. This is one of the dry riverbeds. I... I'm close to the clearing. It's... It's getting... Ugh, it's getting dark though. D damn it! Don't go anywhere. Stay where you are. I'm on the edge of the woods right now. I'll come find you. What? I told you not to come! You're lucky I didn't listen. You're hurt. Which way is the sun? Can you see it? Head toward it. Nothing doing. I, I've, I've lost too much time. I, I'm heading east along the riverbed. You stay out of the woods. I, you'll get lost. And you won't? I'm on the right track now. You're, you're the one that needs to turn around. I guess we're both going to be stubborn then, huh? Paige, I swear to God. Whoa. What? What's happening? I'm here. Paige. I found the Ashen Meadow. It's burned clear. Just like I thought. Okay, stay there then. I don't know how much longer my phone will hold out. The battery's about to die. It must have still been recording while I was knocked out. Just stay there. I'll come to you. Paige? Paige? Oh, damn it. Now I can't record any evidence. Shit. Sun's nearly down. Oh my god, it's... it's real. The... the Blagenschlor, it's... <laughs> it's really real! Uh... 
Hello? Are... Are you the ghost of... Of Daniel Ferris? Silas Malone? Okay. That doesn't seem to have been the right thing to ask. I'm... I'm sorry. I... I only want to... <sighs> Another one? There's two of you. Three. Five. Seven. Eight. Okay. How are there so many of you unless... You're the... You're the victims. You're the ghost of everyone who lost their lives in these woods. L look, I'm... I'm here to understand. Please. Please. Please don't. Don't. Don't come any closer. I... I want to help. Hey! Hey! What the... Chris? This way. Hurry! Chris, of all the people I thought I'd see, I didn't expect you to be here and not be an asshole. They probably won't follow us for long. They don't like straying too far from the Grey Meadow. Since when do you have a draw, Chris? <laughs> you must be mistaken. My name ain't Chris. Something wrong, missy? Silas Malone? <laughs> I haven't heard that name in so long, Missy. How'd you know? I've seen your face in the paper. I... I know that scar. <laughs> so we got us a historian here. Not bad. What are you? Well, I ain't no pansy-ass ghost. That's for damn sure. I'm what you'd call a revenant. Caught between the dead and the living. I'm here for some very specific unfinished business. So, what brings you to these parts talking about old Silas, huh? I'm... I'm Susan Ferris, and you can't scare me. Ferris? Well, don't that beat all. <gasps> You're gonna wish you'd kept that little tidbit of information to your damn self. <sighs> that little hit took you down that easily. Shame. Get your hands off me! Quit struggling. It won't do you no good. You're coming with me. Now, usually I like doing my work out here. I like doing it right when people have that feeling of hope. Right when they think they're getting out alive. But you, Miss Ferris, you're going to have an audience. And I hate to inform you, but you're going to suffer a lot more than them. You see, little girl, I had an arrangement with certain parties I can't place a name to. The price for what I wanted was five souls sent downtown. Three were easy. Then your great-great-granddaddy decided to be a hero and try to save number four. I knew he was following me the entire way. These are my woods, you see. The dipshit thought he was being sneaky. He hung back a ways and kept lighting matches to see his way. Must have thought they'd be harder to see. So he comes up on my clearing, right? And I'm waving my knife around in front of that girl's pretty little stomach. And he can't take it. Did exactly what I expected him to do and tried to get the drop on me. I'm kind of proud to say that I had him gutted in under 30 seconds. Some hero he was. He still killed you. That dumb son of a bitch couldn't kill me in a thousand years! He dropped one of his goddamn lit matches on the grass as I was gutting him. It was so damn dry, it lit up right under my feet. And what a sick goddamn joke it was. Last thing I felt was the rain hitting my face. <laughs> But I got myself a loophole. I was the fifth soul owed, you see. So I get a second chance. I need five more to add to the fire. They are victims. 
These deadheads get the whole week to spook people around here, but I get all of one night a year to do my work. Do you realize how many years it has taken for five people to come out here on exactly the 21st of June? Since 1891? Oh, you ain't lying. And guess what? You're number five. So, I think they all need to see this. You think the summer's hot up here, little girl? Wait till you feel the heat down below. I can tell you, it feels a lot like burning to death. I've done both, you see. What do you get out of it? I wanted to live forever, and now I get to do it outside of this sorry little excuse for a forest. That's why this all works, you see. Because these are my woods, in life and in death. I control what's going on here. No. They're not. What do you mean by that? After you died, your family didn't want anything you owned. They gave all of your property to Daniel Ferris's widow. Everything, including your land. These woods belong to my family. <laughs> you think anything a damn piece of paper says changes anything? These are my woods and my souls. I say that all of these souls are free. And you, Silas? You can go join yours down in hell. Uh, no. That ain't how this works. You belong to me. All of you do. You don't have to listen to him. Hey, you put them guts of yours back around your neck. You can't disobey me. They know what's up, Malone. They're not yours to control anymore. <sighs> Let's see how much power you have here when you're soul number five. <sighs> Get off me. <sighs> you strangled these souls with their own entrails. It's only fair they get to get to strangle you too. <sighs> dark and I heard an explosion and- It's over. Are you okay? What happened? You look awful. We need to no, get- No, Paige. It's over. Don't worry. I just need your help. Well, clearly- Here, I got you. Thanks. Let's leave these woods. Can you ride my bike? Yeah, but what about you? I need you to take me somewhere. A hospital? No. There's one more thing I have to do. at this hour. Susan? I've got those five things you asked for, Edwards. I hope you enjoy them as much as I enjoy getting them. What the hell happened? Who did this to you? I'll call an ambulance. It doesn't really matter. I really just want to give you my report. And go home. Um, all right. Go right ahead. The Blackenshire was first sighted on 1901. That was ten years after a man named Silas Malone killed three people in Arbor Mill. He would have killed another. But a man named Daniel Ferris stopped him. Jesus, what else? You won't hear any more accounts of people seeing the Blackenshire. If you do, they're bullshit. Lastly, the poem's finished. I wrote the last four lines myself. 
Give this to the lady at the library tomorrow morning. What in God's name happened out there, Susan? I already told you five things, Mr. Edwards. I'm going home now. Have a nice summer. Susan? Susan! What is this? I, too, once sought the Blagging Shore, as many others have before. I found the barren river shore, the trees, the ash, and nothing more. <laughs> Not bad at all, Moz. I knew you wouldn't disappoint. I do try. That little yarn's a more recent discovery. Figured it'd be right up your alley. What you gonna do with it? Oh, you know, put it through the gruesome cooking process and hopefully spit out a delicious audio treat for our listeners. Oh, speaking of, how is that plate of fusilli? My compliments to the chef. <laughs> Filled me right up. You can cook pretty well even when on the go. Much obliged. Well, one good turn deserves another. By the way, I should have mentioned this earlier, but I am recording all of this. Are you? Well, now that's just perfect. I got a little something extra that I think your listeners are gonna enjoy. Do tell. How do y'all feel about some good old-fashioned jazz? I, for one, am quite partial to certain jazz numbers, but I'm not entirely sure your intrepid listeners sit. Well, sir, I've been directing us toward another graveyard where I know a few resident boneheads with a talent for a song. Should be right around here if you don't mind picking them up. Ah, now that should be interesting. And there is indeed another cemetery just ahead. Fantastic! If they're feeling lively, they might be up to do a little number I'm fond of from the 1930s just for y'all. Pull up right alongside. Rise and shine, fellas. We got ourselves an audience at last. You better keep on your guard, listeners, because you never know when a spook like me is gonna haunt your neck of the woods. There's a man of mystery that's roaming through the land. Far and near you hear of him, he's found on every hand. Every city, town, and village knows of him by now. There's a way to recognize him. Let me tell you how. When your path in midnight dark by a graveyard goes, and someone whistles, that's mysterious Moe's. On some dark and stormy night, while the tempest blows, if someone whistles, that's mysterious Moe's. Oh, he sees all, knows all, he gets in everywhere. Why, some night he might wait for you upon the stairs. So when you're going down the cellar, walk upon your toes, and if someone whistles, that's mysterious Moe's. Everybody's talking of me everywhere you go. Who I am or what I am, nobody seems to know. In the mountains, at the seashore, anywhere at all. 
At any time of day or night, you'll have to hear me call. If you're in a haunted house, the groan comes from below. Well, you know who that is. And if you feel a clammy hand clutching at your clothes. Oh yeah, me again. Detectives are defective when it comes to tracing him. And I'll bet you that he'll get you if you don't look out for him. So, every time that you hear a screech, everybody knows. If someone whistles, that's mysterious moose. If someone whistles, that's mysterious moose. <laughs> Midnight Marinera is written, produced, directed, and mixed by David King. This episode features the voices of Matt Hawley, Chelsea Caracosa, Rachel Hansen, Kayla Berry, David King, and TJ Dash. The cover of Mysterious Moe's was performed and arranged by Nick Barbera. Our closing theme is by John King, with additional music by Kevin McLeod. The Blagenschlor is adapted from the original short story by Alex Taylor. Have we got you questioning your own morbid family history? Then you can help us out by subscribing to this podcast and leaving us some feedback with a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter or Tumblr. And hey, if you'd like to give a little extra to the show and avoid us making a voodoo doll with your name on it, consider becoming a patron and supporting our Patreon with a small monthly donation. This month's epitaph. Beneath this soil lies Maria Cam. Taken from us like a slaughtered lamb. Maria is remembered best for when, uh, we don't recall the rest. Rest in peace. Hello out there in Benview Podcast Land. My name is Josh, and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games, or more accurately, listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. 